Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey everybody, I've got my morning voice today. (laughs) How are we? This was a short week for me. I took Monday off for Memorial Day. I love little weekday holidays here and there. The American way is to not take them off, but I'm starting to be more European, I guess. (laughs) I love taking days off and It always comes back around to serve me in my business. I hope you guys give yourselves permission sometimes to take the day off or some time off. I know postpartum, there's lots of reasons we put before doing that, but I promise you it always comes back around to serve you in your motherhood and in your life as you recharge those batteries. No matter if people support you and like that idea or they don't, It's always still worth it. So I encourage you, if you haven't lately, take some time off for yourself. Okay, the next thing I want to tell you before we dive in today is that I have a free training on anxiety that I'm going to be teaching. You guys, I've been brewing up some really, really crystal clear ways to help you be able to manage your anxiety. And so... This is like, this is something that I work a lot on with my clients and I'm becoming an expert. Like it is really seriously something that I can describe in such an easy way. I can help anyone through their anxiety. It doesn't scare me. It doesn't feel overwhelming to me. It's just easy for me. So if you want to come be a part of this free training, it's going to be actually on Monday. So it's coming up in like just a couple days. So if you get this, if you listen to this, like more than three or four days after it's out, then don't worry, I'll do another one. Feel free to email me and ask me. Get on my email list, actually, which you can register for. I'll put a link in the show notes, but also it's in my Instagram bio. I'm at Lizzie Langston on Instagram. But the training for this coming this coming training is going to be 8.30 p.m. We're going to do an evening training for all the moms getting their kids to bed, okay? So it's going to be 8.30 p.m. Mountain Standard, which is 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Okay. And then it's going to be 9.30 central time, like if you're in Texas or something. And then Pacific time, all the California people, etc. It's 7.30 p.m. So you don't want to miss that. It's going to be some of my latest stuff. And then I'll take questions. And there's not a ton of people in my Facebook group. There's probably like 130 people. Um, But like you have a lot of access to me with this training because... I will have, I will make time to answer people's questions and stuff. So come to that. It's going to be fun. The link again to get into that Facebook group. If you're not already in it, I will put it in the show notes here. And also you can just seriously just search on Facebook, like mothers in quarantine. It's got a nice light blue cover photo with like light pink cherry tree blossoms. And it's really cute. Okay. Let's get started. Let's talk about regretting having your baby. If you feel a little bit of shame when I say this, that's okay. But if this is real for you, 
that's okay. We're just going to talk today really openly, non-judgmentally about why you might be feeling regret, you know, whether it's feeling like it's a lot and it's coming to mind all the time. I'll talk about why that is, or if it's just something that's come up once or twice, but it bothers you and you're curious about it. And the first area I want to start for you, mama, is actually the shame you might be feeling about regretting having babies. So we need to address this, okay, postpartum. And then also if you're in postpartum depression of any kind, or even just baby blues, what tends to happen is a lot of shaming ourselves for our emotions. In my opinion, that's how depression actually happens. What happens is we don't realize that our emotions, when they are in our body and they are real for us, they are part of us. Okay. They not, they're not who we are. They don't define us. It's not like we can't change them. But when we shame ourselves for feeling something or even thinking something, that thought in that moment, it's a part of us. Again, it's not who we are. We don't have to choose it. It doesn't define us. It doesn't have to do with our worth. It doesn't add to or take away from our worthiness. That's an important thing to remember when it comes to mental health postpartum, you guys, is that just because you're struggling and you're feeling yucky feelings or having yucky, scary thoughts, right? Intrusive thoughts about hurting you or your baby, anything like that, that cannot touch your worth as a human being. There's a very big distinction. So again, the, the reason I want to address this is because this is probably most likely part of your regret is you feel bad about regret. Now, maybe not. And if you don't feel bad about it, that's fine too. I'm just saying for those of us who are feeling some shame about the fact that we truly sometimes play with this idea that maybe we shouldn't have had this sweet baby in our arms, the first thing we need to talk about is the shame. So here's the deal with shame. Shame is the idea that you shouldn't be doing something, that something's wrong with you, right? That your worthiness is at stake, that you are wrong in some way, built wrong, you know, because you're having this thought that maybe I shouldn't have had this baby and you feel regret about something so beautiful as a baby, right? Maybe you make it mean things about you. Like I'm not appreciating this baby or I shouldn't be the mom to this baby or this baby to serve somebody better or whatever, whatever, whatever. So here's what I want to offer is the fact that you are feeling regret towards your baby is completely neutral. I want you to think about a tree outside. Go with me here for a minute. There's a tree somewhere outside blowing in the wind. It's not bad. It's not good. It's not better than other trees. It's not worse than other trees. It's just a tree. There's lots of trees. Okay. I want you to think about your thoughts like that. It's just a thought. There's lots of thoughts. The brain is offering us lots of thoughts. And sometimes when we're sleep deprived, and we're going through some big emotions and our body's not fully recovered, our thoughts get stranger than usual. So I just want you to see how like this doesn't have to mean bad things about you as a mom. You can make it mean those things if you want to. You can decide that you feeling regret about your baby is absolutely unacceptable. It makes you a terrible mom. You can keep all of those if you want, but they're optional. And I don't choose to think any of them. Okay. I played with the idea of regret and we're going to talk about where regret comes from, what it actually is and why we kind of go to that place in our brain. So that's probably going to help with this. But again, just for the beginning, 
I want to just put it out there on the table that this is neutral. And the more that you can neutralize your thoughts about your thoughts and just realize, you know what, my thoughts that I have and the feelings that I have right now, postpartum, especially it's a really good time to be really graceful with myself. Like these are not me. This is just my brain and my body postpartum. And it's going to feel and do some things, you know, think some things that really aren't always what I would want them to maybe think. I don't have as much control maybe over the thoughts that my brain is offering me, but it's still not me. Like I still get to be who I want to be. I don't have to be who my brain is because you are not your brain. Okay. You are not your brain. Now what to do with regret. So let's talk a little bit about really what I think regret is and how I define it. Okay. I have written notes today. So if you hear papers, usually I do it on the computer, but sometimes I like to just write it on pen and paper. So regret is really just not having the back of your past self, right? Like your past self chose to have this baby, or maybe you didn't choose to have this baby, but if you really think about it, you did. If you had the baby, you could have gotten abortion. You could have done something else, but you chose. So in one way or another, you chose to have the baby, right? And so regret is not owning that choice, but doing it after the fact. Okay. So during making that choice, to some extent, you did have your back. You were like, okay, yes, I'm doing this. I should do this. This is a good choice. Maybe you didn't always feel that way, but enough of the time to where you went through with it. And regret is just going back on that choice, like in your mind and playing with the idea of going back on it in hindsight. So it's not having the back of your past self. Now we think regret is about current circumstances. So you look at that baby in your arms and you think that your regret is about her or him. And I don't know if this helps you feel better, but I want you to notice how the regret actually doesn't have to do with your baby. It feels like it does, but regret is actually about the past you and your decision. Okay. So if you are in the boat of having a lot of shame about the fact that you feel regret for having your baby, just realize it's actually not even about your baby. It's about you not being able to handle all the negative emotions that you have on your plate. And so your brain takes this escape route, which actually there isn't really an escape. So it's kind of backfires, but your brain goes down this path of regret because it plays with this idea because it thinks that maybe if we regret having this baby, somehow it'll all go away. Somehow all of the hard that is in the moment right now will be solved. It's kind of like walking out an exit door only to run into a wall. That's what regret feels like. Like it, it's like alluring and kind of like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if like I really shouldn't have or, but it, there's no escape there and it's just kind of a trap. That's what regret is. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now, why do we think this sometimes? Again, I think genuinely this is so much less about your baby. It's totally about us as moms and our ability to cope with what's going on for us right now, postpartum. This is about our ability 
to accept what is going on. So regret comes up when we are resisting what is, when we're wishing it away, when we don't want to be here where we are. And so our brain goes into the past and is like, oh, well, what if I could change this? Like, ugh, I should have, da, 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 da. But it's fruitless, right? That's why regret feels so terrible. It doesn't get us anywhere. It's just a big black hole of energy leakage. Now, before you go on blaming yourself, like, well, great, great. Why am I not better at handling this? Why am I messing with regret? It's also really normal. It's a very easy place for the brain to go. Just sneak back into the past and kind of get on yourself for making this decision, but it's already done. And I know you know this, right? But I just want to kind of say this out again clearly because it is a very easy place for the brain to go. Now, regret often brings up anxiety. Okay. And here's why. So if you're experiencing that, listen up. The reason that anxiety ever comes up, first of all, ever, like anytime we have anxiety postpartum or not postpartum, it's always because we're focusing on something we cannot control. Anxiety is the body and the brain responding to you focusing on and trying to solve for or predict and kind of wrap your brain around something that you actually can't control. You can't ever know. For example, when we die, when we're going to die or when our baby's going to die or when our husband might leave us. Like these are all things that ultimately we can't control other people's decisions and actions. And so it just feels important to our brain sometimes to sort of grasp for that control and to fixate on these things but we can't control them. And so regret is also something we can't control because it's the past, right? So regret is our brain playing with trying to control something in the past, or even just focusing on something in the past, such as having your baby and wishing you could change it or wanting to change it or feeling bad that you didn't change it, all that energy, right? That it's using. And yet you can't. And so of course this could lead to anxiety, So to review, recap what we've already covered so far, we've got the shame that you might be feeling on top of the regret. So we addressed that. Then you've got the anxiety that might be coming up because of the regret. Then we've also talked about what regret is, what we're actually doing, right? We're trying to reach back into the past and we're focusing on something that cannot be changed. And that's why these feelings might be coming up. And that's what regret is. I want to talk a little bit about why we might be doing this. I've touched on it a bit, which is that things probably feel really hard right now. And instead of either knowing how, or just digging into like dealing with what's real for us, this is just a place that our brain goes to escape. And so I want you to take regret as a signal that you need more help postpartum right now. Okay. Now you can either get yourself that help or you can reach out and bring that help into your life by hiring a professional. Okay. But It sounds like if you're having regret for baby, what that means is that you're kind of resisting whatever is real for you. And you're probably doing that because you really don't know how to handle all that's on your plate. Now let's talk about what is on your plate. Cause this is what the regret is really about. Okay. So we kind of think our regret is about our baby. And what I've talked about is it's actually about your past self and that decision that you made. And that's what, I mean, that's what the regret is, but I guess if we get to the fundamental, um, sort of reason you're even going to the place of regret, if you think about it, 
when you're in regret, you're not being present with what is. So not only are you feeling all the nasty feelings of regret, I wouldn't call them nasty, but like you're in that place of regret and you're kind of looking in the past and you're like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Whatever. You're also making the present moment harder and you're not solving for what actually is causing you to want to go to this place of regret, which is that everything on your plate right now postpartum is too much for you. I don't mean it's too much for you like you can't handle it, all right? So don't hear me say that because I'm not giving up on you. Like I have all the solutions. I know people can handle postpartum. So I'm not saying that it's too much for you that you can't handle it, but it might be that we either need to give you more tools or you need to take some time away from maybe your older kids or even the baby sometimes if that's necessary. Maybe you need to take some time for yourself type of thing. So there's a few things we we can do to help and we're going to talk about that. But this is so nice to just be clear that the regret doesn't mean anything about you. Maybe the things that you were making it mean other than right now you have feelings that you are not addressing when you go into the place of regret about baby. (sighs) Doesn't that feel like you kind of just want to take a sigh of relief? Like now there's a solution. Yes. Because when we're in regret, there is no solution. I mean, it's just, you feel terrible for feeling the regret and regret feels terrible and disempowering. It's so disempowering because there's nothing you can do about it. Even if you, you know, place your baby up for adoption or something like that, you still can't undo the fact that you had the baby, right? And that the baby is yours right now. And again, I don't judge you for whatever your decision is going forward. Like if this is serious for you, if you feel like you have some really good reasons for, um, not wanting to keep or have your baby right now, don't hear me saying that I'm, I'm not telling you to do anything or not do anything. Like that's all your discretion. I don't hold responsibility for any of those decisions, but if you want to want your baby. If you want to stop feeling regret, there's a few things that you can do. First, ask yourself why. Why do you regret having your baby? Why do you think this comes up for you? Why do you think you feel this way, however often you feel it? Okay, and I want you to maybe even take a second and write that down. And then I want you to notice how any of those reasons, I'll do an example in a moment, but any reason you might have for feeling regret, any reason that your brain thinks it's necessary to bring up regret is not actually anything to do with your baby. So here's an example. After my second baby, so I had two kids in, they were about 19 and a half months apart. And then I continued, I had a third baby. So I had three kids in four years, but After that second baby, I do remember feeling regret. And my reason was that I felt like my marriage was falling apart. I felt like my relationship with my husband was worse than it had ever been. And frankly, this is probably pretty normal postpartum. There's a lot of strain on the marital relationship when mom is, you know, wife is now full-time mom mode for a bit. For sure, like not as much sex is happening. There might be less rational conversations happening. Um, Mom has a lot of needs. Dad and mom are both probably not getting a lot of sleep. Like there's a for sure a lot happening between husband and wife or boyfriend, girlfriend that are 
putting strain that's never been there to this extent, especially when you go from one to two or two to three, right? It's a new dynamic for each new baby we add. So anyway, this is normal, but for me, it wasn't normal. I didn't think it should be normal. I kind of was just pretty up in arms about it, like pretty devastated slash scared. So that's when I went to regret. So notice how there are some feelings about present circumstances, about baby and how much he or she cries, about husband or boyfriend, about, you know, just like your mother-in-law and how much she did or didn't help. And you have feelings about those. You have thoughts, first of all, thoughts about those circumstances and those thoughts are creating feelings and postpartum. Sometimes our feelings feel very big. And so if we're not processing our feelings, if we're not solving for the thoughts about our circumstances that are creating these feelings, and it starts to feel like too much regret is sort of a place that our brain tries to go to release, to get a little bit of release. It almost feels like, again, walking out that exit, except that we run into a wall. So it doesn't actually work, but that's why you're going to regret. And so the solution is going to be to solve for the thoughts about your circumstances. They're creating the feelings. That's part one. And then the part two solution is processing the feelings. So let me walk you through my example and you can apply it to your reasons for feeling regret. Remember the reasons for feeling regret are actually feelings that you don't know how to feel probably, and, or you don't want to feel because they feel terrible probably. So you're kind of going back into this place of regret. So with my example, my circumstance was I have a husband and I have a baby. Okay. I'm married to a man and I gave birth to a child three weeks ago or however long. So that's a circumstance. Circumstances are really boring and factual. Nobody could argue with them. You could prove them in a court of law. So my circumstance at the time that I was feeling regret was simply, I'm married to a man and I have a child and, or two child, a newborn. Right. And then my thought about it was my marriage is falling apart. Notice the distinction between the circumstance. I am married to a man and my thought, my marriage is falling apart. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, I'm not wanting to invalidate any observations or worries you might have about whatever it is for you. Like for my past self, I'm not invalidating the fact that I was scared and that my marriage really was different than it had been before. And by my marriage, I'm really talking about my husband and noticing his behaviors and noticing that they changed a lot. And feeling kind of freaked out about that. And then my thought is, my marriage is falling apart. So if I wanted to, I could even add some detail into the circumstance. Let's say, maybe this is more helpful because maybe your brain really has made a case that this is a problem, right? With your marriage right now. And maybe that's why the regret feels so necessary. So let's say husband said words 
this didn't happen for me, but let's say your husband has said, I might not come home tomorrow. Okay. Like postpartum is just feeling really big. He's like, I might stay at my mom's for a night. Like I just, I can't do this. Let's say he says something like that. So the circumstances husband says these words, quote, I might not come home tomorrow. Now, if that doesn't feel really neutral for you, then it's not actually a circumstance. It just has to be the facts and it has to feel neutral. So you could just say husband said words or husband, you know, didn't wake up until 10 AM and that's really not normal for him. And it's freaking you out, whatever it is. Okay. And then you have a thought about it. Like this isn't normal or, uh Oh, or this is scary, or I'm going to be on my own. And any of these thoughts are creating a feeling and maybe it's an intensity of a feeling that you've never felt before. Like maybe it's fear and you've probably felt fear before in your life, like before you get on a roller coaster or maybe fear about a test you're going to take, but this is a whole new level of fear, right? This is like our family unit. This is like our survival feels like it's at stake, even though it's not, but this is a whole new level of fear. And so we need new tools to process a new level of a big emotion. But instead of recognizing that our brain's just like, oh, I know how I can solve this problem. I just shouldn't have had the baby, right? Do you see how, so it feels like a solution to our brain, but actually what we need is to know what to do with this fear. So from the big fear, you're going to take action and one way that you can kind of have more control over how you act when you feel whatever your big emotion is right now, maybe for you, it's not fear. Maybe it's something else is just processing. The emotion is feeling it in your body that way. Instead of going down into this regret place, you're really just being present with the fear itself, or again, fill in whatever emotion is for you. So I have an episode on processing emotions. It's episode 42. I want to direct you to go there. It's going to help you stay present with the emotions rather than going back to regret. Okay. But that's all that's happening when we go to regret is that we are essentially trying to solve for our present emotion by playing with this idea that maybe we just shouldn't have had the baby. There's no way to change that we've had the baby. And it also doesn't help our fear about whatever we're afraid of or whatever the emotion is for you, right? Your overwhelm or your extreme fatigue, whatever it is, it doesn't actually solve any of the present problems when we go into regret. Your feelings that are driving you to go to this place of regret come from your thoughts in your brain. Okay. So we have two options with feelings and we can change the feelings by changing the thoughts, which frankly on your own without a coach is pretty hard to do. If you've never done it just because there's an art to it, that's the art of coaching, but you could examine what your thoughts are about your circumstances that are creating the negative feelings that you're running from by going to this place of regret and playing with this idea of regret. And I, you know, you're welcome to do that. And you can also listen to my next episode, you know, the episode 42 of processing emotions. And I want you to first though, before you go there, identify what are the emotions that you are kind of running from or trying to escape from or solve for by going to regret. 
Okay. And I don't mean running from like, you're not trying to deal with what you're like. I think you're trying the best way you know how. I think I was trying the best way I knew how when I went to regret. Okay. And I have no judgment for the fact that you're feeling regret. I think it's really neutral. Like it's very easy to understand. Like the reason the brain goes to regret is because it thinks it's a solution, but it's like a thought error. Okay. It's not actually a solution. That's why we walk out the exit door and, Oh, we hit a wall. We have to go back in to the room. Okay. So it's not actually something that's going to be a release for you. Um, there's nothing you can do about it. It's kind of just a mental trap. And so just notice that when your brain wants to go to regret and frankly, just by listening to this episode to this episode, the valuable outcome is going to be that you're not going to regret it as much. Cause you're gonna be like, Oh wait, that doesn't do anything for me. And then I want to redirect you back to what am I feeling that I'm trying to run away from, or I'm kind of distracting from and ignoring when I'm going to regret. I want to bring you back, redirect you to the feelings in the present moment. Now, if you don't know what to do with those feelings or if they feel too big, I'm your coach. So hi, <laughs> you know me. My name is Lizzie. I am a mom of three, but my expertise is helping you manage your feelings postpartum. So I call myself the postpartum coach. I can handle all the feelings. I can help you with all the feelings because it's the same solution, no matter what you're feeling and no matter what your circumstances are. The solution is that we look at the thoughts because your thoughts are creating your feelings. So I'm going to help you understand all the thoughts that are creating all the feelings one at a time. That's what we do in our sessions. We just decompress it, break it down one at a time. You might be like, Oh my gosh, I don't know if I could sit and focus. My brain's so scattered. Like I have so much shame. Like, I don't know if she could help me. I'm just such a mess. I can help all the the messy moms. (laughs) I was a mess. I know what to do with a mess. So if you feel like a mess, that's okay. It's perfect. Actually, that's what I'm here for. Um, and literally I'm so good at helping my clients stay focused. Okay. I am one of those people. I was one of those people postpartum where my brain was just everywhere. And I had such a good, like I was so convinced how wrong and how terrible and bad everything was and how scary. And I was so anxious and I had so much shame and I, I was actually like numb. Cause I, I went from like anxiety to depression to just like brain numbness. So all of it's in my wheelhouse. And if it's not, I'll tell you, like, that's what the consult's for. So I offer a free 60 minute consult. You guys know this it's in the outro. I have a new link for it though, which you're going to hear in today's new outro, but it's just lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. But listen on the consult, we go over what's not working. You're going to tell me all the things you might even say, like, I listened to this, this podcast on regret. And I realized that these are the emotions that I'm feeling and I don't know what to do with them. Like they're too big for me. Like I've never felt this way before. I, my marriage has never been like this. My, you know, a baby postpartum's never been like this. My anxiety's never been like this. My sleep has never been like this. I don't know. This is a new problem for me. And frankly, it's getting urgent. It's getting big and I can't feel like this anymore. Like I'm not me and my husband needs me to be me, but I don't know how to be me and I need me to be me. And I feel so lost. Right. So that's a perfect candidate. So come book a consult with me. And again, we'll go over what's not working. And then I'm going to listen with expert ears. I'm going to like, you have an idea of the reasons things aren't working, but I actually can probably give you a lot of clarity on like the solution. So sometimes we feel like there's not a solution. There's always a solution. I have a formula and I have experience and I have expertise. So there's always going to be a solution. And I will literally paint the picture of the solution for you on the consult, whether you decide to hire me or not, I will give you that clarity for free. And it will make a difference. You will know what you need to focus on. 
Now implementing it, that's where you get to decide if you want to hire me or not. If you want guaranteed results and you want to do it quick and you want help and love and compassion and just like to learn so much about yourself through the process, that's what I'm great for. And that would be just some of the amazing things about hiring me. So again, you'll hear the info for a consult in the outro, but mama, if you're feeling regret towards baby, I just honor you. Okay. The struggle is real. Postpartum can be really hard. It can be new. Okay. I'm going to say it can be new. I think everything is solvable, but sometimes for the human brain, because it's new, it's hard and it feels like unsolvable because we've never solved it before. So I just want you to think about postpartum right now as a big math equation. And maybe you didn't like math in high school, like I didn't, but you have a teacher that can teach you math, right? And eventually, like if you see a tutor, you could probably solve all the problems and get an A in the class. And if you want to feel like postpartum isn't just this big, unsolvable, heavy thing, taking up who you are and making you disappear and be weird and be lost come find me. I can help you. There are totally solutions. I've done this lots of times, dozens of clients. I've done it twice myself. And frankly, these tools I have are so they make everything just seem so simple and solvable. And from there, it's just a matter of time, right? Once you work with me, like it's just a matter of time and patience and understanding and, and, you know, showing up diligence, but it's all solvable and it gets so much better. It can be, and not just postpartum friends, but like emotions, okay. Feelings are a part of your life forever. They will be. And granted, I do think postpartum is its own beast in the sense that your emotions can be new. Like there are a lot of new emotions come up and they are sometimes really intense just because of the low sleep and the hormones. But regardless, if you can handle a postpartum, like if you can learn with me to handle and process emotions and know what to do with them and thoughts postpartum, you will be a whole different person coming out of postpartum. It's just like quarantine, right? With coronavirus. Like if we could get through quarantine, like we're going to be a stronger, better, you know, different person on the other end of it. Are we willing to lean in and do the work now for our future self, right? Regret is all about not having the back of your past self, but one thing you can do to not have regret in the future is to be there for your future self and to get yourself these tools, even your future self, like tomorrow or two weeks from now or six months from now, two years from now, what trajectory, what, you know, what trajectory change could you have and experience if you really learned some expert tools on what to do with your emotions postpartum and beyond. So that's what I'm here for. The info to book a console is coming up in the outro and I'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzylangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon.
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 